Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome back to Living Box Free. We are at the end of our series, starting over, dot, 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 again. again. <laughs> We've been talking all about those areas in our life where anytime it comes to New Year, we tend to start over, whether that's food, exercise, technology, different things in our life that we want to improve on to become a better version of ourselves. We are going to put a bow on this series by going back and revisiting our superhero creed. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a visual of like a superhero with a big bow a big on their bow. head as like part of their costume. <laughs> yes. A bow instead of a cape. Yes. I love it. No capes. We'll have to Only draw books. a cartoon. <laughs> Before we get into updating our superhero creed, and for some of you, what exactly is the superhero creed? We're going to talk about that. We're going to answer first our question, what is on the rise for you this week, Ash? On the rise for me the last couple of weeks, but I decided I should talk about it today. We are doing a new social media thing where I am doing Feelings Fridays. Oh. Feelings Friday. And basically talking about how I'm feeling, asking you how you're feeling, talking about different emotions, sharing some feelings charts, basically just trying to normalize talking about how we feel and often by the time we get to Friday, or at least I feel this way, by the time I get to Friday, I have had all of the emotions on the feelings wheel by the end of the week, and I'm just exhausted usually. So it's time yes. to talk about them and vent and just be honest about how, how we're doing, where we are. There's something therapeutic yeah. about, it's like you just have to let it out. You don't need anyone to fix anything. Exactly. You just need to communicate it. Just put it out there. Yep. So if you want to, you know, learn about feelings or talk about feelings or read about feelings, or ignore my feelings with me, <laughs> come on over to Living Box Free Podcast <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm inspired. <laughs> What's on the rise for me this week is meal prepping. Actually, we had just concluded our M4G 2021 challenge for the new year. I started off so strong and probably weeks four, five, six, my meal prepping declined to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and this last week, and actually I will say Tristan has been my inspiration because he got back to prepping food on Sunday. And I was like, gosh, I really need to do this. And I'm back to just these long days of calls. So yeah. I actually pre-measured out all of my breakfast and lunch and it was a game changer. Wow. I ate so much better. <laughs> versus the quick and easy stuff. So yes. thank you, Tristan, for inspiring me to get back to <laughs> meal prepping. That is my secret sauce to staying on track with my my eating plan, how it I want to really eat. It really makes a huge difference, but yes. it's so hard. So hard yeah. to find that motivation. Yes. Like Listen to our previous I podcast. Know. Listen to about last motivation. week's podcast about motivation. <laughs> We've got it all. Apparently, we need to go back. I need to go back and listen to last week's <laughs> podcast. But you were talking about accountability with Tristan. That's yes. good. He is a good accountability partner. And when you're in that environment where someone's doing that, it makes you feel yeah. more motivated. That's awesome. Let's talk about Superhero Creed. One of our first episodes, episode two and three, mm -hmm. we shared with our listeners this concept of creating a superhero creed. And that's a fun way of saying, 
basically a personal charter for how you operate to be the best version of yourself, a.k.a. your superhero self. Whether that's a bow or a cape, (laughs) all are accepted. We love diversity in our superheroes. If you have not listened to that episode, go back, check it out. There's actually two of them that go in depth as to how to create a superhero creed. We're going to do a quick recap, mm-hmm. especially some of us, even Ash and I, you know, we we have our superhero creeds, but it's good to refresh ourselves on the components of it and how we need to process through creating that creed to help us live our best life for 2021. Yeah. So let's talk through a couple of the key pieces first pieces we talk about are values slash virtues. Yeah. Which I feel like even back then I was like, uh, what is the difference? And had to do some research and figure it out. And it makes sense once you start to think about it, but values are basically the importance or worth of something or something that is held very in high uh, importance. And a virtue is a behavior showing high moral standards. So values tend to be culturally specific So um, you could value wealth or you could value uh, tenacity, um, whereas virtues are universally, typically universally valued across cultures. So that could be honesty or integrity or those kinds of things. So that's the difference between values and virtues. Um, We talk a lot on this podcast about knowing your values and that we, we tend to talk less about virtues and understanding like how those behaviors play out. Um, but we do talk a lot about values and assessing what your values are frequently, yes. as frequently as possible. That's important. Yeah. The next section of our superhero creed is roles, identifying what are those extraordinary roles that you have in your life. Uh, Ash and I were just talking. I, I have three written down from my 2020 superhero creed. And I'm sure we all play a lot of roles, right? You probably have... 10 different roles you play, but what are those top ones that are most important to you? And once again, we start with values slash virtues because you can reference that. Mm -hmm. And for me, my three roles that I captured from last year were wife, entrepreneur, and friend. Yeah. So what roles really matter to you? Once you've captured that, the next step is thinking through some aspiration statements. We talk about goal setting. Aspiration statements, it's basically... For example, as a wife, what type of wife do I want to be? I aspire to be this type of wife. And and in a weird way, you can kind of look at it as the mission statement for that role that you play. So that's, that's another, the next two components of our superhero creed. Yeah. And then we wrapped up with non-negotiables, which for me as an Enneagram 9 and just sort of a Mm, gray area person in general. I'm not big on non negotiables. <laughs> but Becky reminds me that it's important because if you don't say no to something, you end up saying yes to everything and you won't be living according to your values because you'll just be valuing everything. And you can't you can't do that. No one has infinite resources to value everything. And so you won't be able to truly value the things that are important to you. So working through your non negotiables, understanding what am I okay with? What am I not okay with? This could look like how much time do I spend watching TV? I think one of mine was um, going to bed on t- at a certain time every night, which LOL, 2020 was kind of a nightmare for <laughs> bedtimes. <laughs> I don't know well, about yeah. you, but that was rough. But we can come back to that. So setting those non-negotiables so that you know, basically they create your ground rules so that as you make further decisions in your day-to-day life, 
you know whether something fits your values or not. Let's let's talk a little bit about our superhero creeds. Yeah. Ash and I both looked back at our 2020 creeds that we created and are thinking about how we personally need to refine them for 2021. And this is this is what we would advise you to do. If you did create a superhero creed last year, pull it out and let's update it. If you did not create one, go back, listen to those episodes and think through what is that creed that you want to create that you can post and reference to, to live out your best life and be the person you want to be. Yeah. As I think about revisiting mine, I obviously have a new role that I would add to mine and it would be mom. Mm -hmm. I have a child now. It's a pretty big deal. (laughs) And one of the aspirations and actually one of, as we talk about values and virtues, something that I've thought a lot about is uh, fun. Hmm. I want to have fun with my family. I love to work and I do find work fun. Not, not many people are that way. (laughs) And as Tristan and I even have had some, you know, relationship coaching, my number one thing that I get is you don't have an off button. Okay. (laughs) But I find work fun. However, I want to have family fun. Yeah. So for me, one of the things I'm updating in my superhero creed is being a mom. That's a new role. Mm -hmm. And I want to aspire to be a mom who creates fun memories with their family. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's one area of mine. What about you, Ash? Oh yeah. I mean, as I said, bedtime became very, (laughs) very negotiable as opposed to non-negotiable. And it's really interesting because when I do go to bed and get up at the same time every day, it takes about four days for me to settle into that. And then day five is fantastic. Like it's just great. I have all the energy in the world and I don't know why it's so hard for me to keep it. I probably need to go back to the, that motivation and assess, you know, why. And I do think it's because I start to feel like I don't get to stay up late enough at night and do fun things. Like if I get home late from work or something, all I do is eat and then go to bed and I don't get, I don't, I feel like I deserve more fun time than that. And things, those kinds of internal monologues creep in, but I have to remind myself, I feel so much better when I go to bed on time and get up on time. I did not do that last night or this morning. <laughs> we can just be honest with that one. What you just described, I feel like is the exact conversation Tristan and I had last night. Yeah. Yeah. Because this week I tried to be very diligent and went to bed. I know it sounds crazy. I went to bed at like eight 30 every night because I was waking up between five and five 30 to get ready for trainings. That's not crazy. And I knew I would be mentally sharp if I went to bed at 8.30. Yeah. However, Tristan worked until about 8.30 every night. Right. And we didn't get a talk. And yep. it, he didn't feel like he got to have fun. And he'd just go to bed, eat, go to bed. And yeah, there's something about that detoxing from the end of your day that makes you feel like, oh, I deserve to stay up and watch TV. Yeah. However, the next day you're so grateful. <laughs> you're like, man, I'm so glad I went to bed early. I actually read an Instagram post recently. I wish I could remember who posted it because so I could give them credit, but it was about revenge procrastination. Revenge? Revenge procrastination, oh. where you procrastinate something that you know is good for you because you're trying to exert control or revenge on something, usually not someone, but it could be someone. Mm-hmm. So basically you're procrastinating because you want 
to have control over your day. You feel like you didn't get enough control. You were busy. You were doing things you didn't want to do all day. And so you don't go to bed on time. You procrastinate going to bed because you're trying to have that sort of control or you're trying to get revenge on this feeling of like the world is against me and you're trying to get revenge. Revenge procrastination. It's a real thing. I'm going to look that up. That is, I feel I no like idea. a lot of people do that. Yes. I mean, I do it. I did yes. it last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top of mind, is it? <laughs> it is. All right. What else for you? Well, it's funny. Sleep is definitely one of mine. I look back at my 2020 superhero creed and I was pregnant at this time and I have eight hours of sleep, which went out the window pretty quickly. <laughs> that once we had a child, I remember the second night in the hotel, I had a Fitbit then the hotel oh my gosh the hospital wouldn't that be i made it sound so luxurious it was a hospital <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what you're she talking about birth okay. in a hotel what are you a gold member now i rented out a whole room <laughs> it was the suite okay the hospital <laughs> i remember the second night clearly my sleep still i'm working yeah, on it uh-huh. second night i remember my fitbit and i i felt like i didn't go to sleep at all and my Fitbit is like, you got one hour and 45 minute nap. Great. Being awesome. a parent, great start. <laughs> We're off to a roaring start off here. To a roaring. So that's clearly something. Yeah. That you, now I've learned six hours. That's that's what I need. Yeah. I can, I would love to have more than that. Yeah. But six hours is, is the I'm requirement. I'm often amazed by how much how well you function with little sleep. Cause I see how, okay, this is creepy to say, <laughs> I see how long you sleep. <laughs> Talk about accountability. Yeah. Seriously. I see it. the whoop on the whoop. Yep. And I'm often like, wow, how is she running a six, seven hour training right now? It's impressive. So you've, Every, you've made it work. Yeah. I really do think physically people have different sleep requirements. Yeah. I do think I require more sleep than a lot of people do. And that's okay. Yeah. So sleep's another one for me. And then the other one I would say around non-negotiable slash ground rules, I will make the 4 p.m. CrossFit class. Mm. I have so many mom friends out there, and I think of some of my Kansas friends. And when you become a mom, it is so easy. You have so many things to do to not take an hour for yourself. And I'm new. I'm only a mom for six months However, that one hour of working out is pivotal for me being a joyful, happy person. Yeah. And I now have childcare, so I have to pick up my child by 5.30, which means if I don't make that 4 p.m. class, I'm probably not going to get a workout. Most of my work starts too early where I can't go to 5.30 or 6.30 a.m. That is a non-negotiable for me. I block my calendar and I proactively plan my day to make sure I can make it. And that's a great example of your values working into your non-negotiables because if one of your, your values is to create those moments of fun as a parent, as a family, yeah. then if you are not able to take that hour to become a fun human being, then yeah, you can't do that. You, you have to set your non-negotiables that way. Yes. Makes sense. What about you? You have anything else that you're updating? Yeah. Okay. So I, f- I am trying to remember why I felt like drinking a lot of water was a, one of my non-negotiables. Because I have no trouble drinking a lot of water. In fact, we've been doing this, we did this challenge for um, the gym that Becky talked about already. And one of the things that we did was drinking water. It was, what, 96 ounces a day or something? So basically I was drinking three Nalgene's a day. One day in the two-month challenge, 
did I have trouble finishing that amount of water? Did I even have to think about it? The rest, That's all of the rest of the days, I just was like, yep, got my three Nalgene's. jeans. Okay, cool. Moving on. So I think that one can go, which I think maybe that just was a habit that I got into. And so now, now we're good to go. I can take that one off the list. It's just happening. And then I did not do a good job of keeping my values in front of me. In fact, as we looked back over this, I was like, gratitude was one of my values. I did not live into that. 2020 was not a year of gratitude for me. Absolutely. I would love to try that again. I do think I had, I wrote down five. So it was authenticity, compassion, gratitude, creativity, and excellence. And I think five just felt like too many. And that's probably why I didn't do a good job of keeping them in front of me. And I would say that kind of like water, <laughs> excellence probably doesn't need to be something I focus on because it. I am naturally a perfectionist. And so I think I can tend more toward the compassion and the gratitude and think more about how my attitude needs to be and my, adi- my attitude toward others and let go of that excellence piece. And that will be okay. I appreciate you identifying taking things off. Yeah. There are there are certain things to remove. And I, I think we might have said in our Superhero Creed episode to choose five yeah. virtues. But both Ash and I, as we were sitting here, I could I could probably, rem- I know I could remember two of them yeah. off the top of my head quickly. Yep. Two or three. However, I couldn't remember five quickly. Right. So I, I agree with Ash. I'm, I would almost recommend amending that to say three values yeah. slash virtues. And one, one of mine... And I think I talked about this in that episode. Journaling was a very key piece of my ground rules to keep me aligned to my superhero creed. Mm-hmm. It's ironic. Gratitude was not one of my virtues. However, I wrote daily gratitude. And something that is a goal of mine now for 2021 is to really focus more on prayer mm-hmm. and be very intentional about prayer. Mm-hmm. And that is something I've added to my journaling routine. I feel like just in a couple of months, it feels a lot, I don't know what the right word is. I don't want to say rewarding. It feels a lot more purposeful. Hmm. Yeah. Just truly asking people and writing it down. It helps me remember it better than just sometimes. I used to just say a prayer like really quickly when I knew someone needed a prayer and now writing it down in the morning, I think about it more often and it allows me to repeat that prayer. Yeah. So, it, so for me, and maybe it's because I'm a mom, I feel like I pray way more now that I have a kid. There's a lot more things to worry about. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's an area of my creed that I am updating and the gratitude. I feel like that's something that's always great to add. And for me, journaling was a good way to capture that yeah. and focus on that. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk really quickly about I know there can be these feelings of, I don't even know if I want to revisit this or um, it, maybe some people aren't even listening to this episode because they don't want to revisit. So I guess that's not helpful for them. But I think there are three main reasons that I thought of, and I'd be interested, Becky, if you have any others, but that makes looking back at our goals difficult. So looking back at last year's Superhero Creed, what what caused me? What causes me to not want to look at it or not want to amend it or not want to put the work in? And I think the first one is fear of failure. We're afraid to look at it and be like, well, I didn't meet that, you know? 
And and I totally get that because I'm looking at this and going, yeah, sleep, nope, didn't happen, <laughs> did not happen. And I mean, we talked about it a lot in the last episode, but failure is something you build on. It's something that you learn from and you move on. And the more you learn from it and move on, the better you get at learning from it and moving on. And reality is your friend. Like I always say, understanding where you are is more important than feeling good about what, where you think you might be. <laughs> so yes. failure is the first one. I think second is the fear of not reaching those goals. So fear of, I mean, if I haven't, you might not think of it as failure because maybe you didn't straight up fail, but you haven't gotten there yet. And you're afraid that you're not going to be able to get there. So if it was a weight loss goal and you're like, well, I lost five pounds, but I wanted to lose 10 and you're afraid you're not going to make it there. And so addressing, like if you're kind of halfway or you've made some progress, being willing to accept that it's an ongoing goal and it's an ongoing struggle or it's an ongoing thing that you need to continue to work on. And then the last one, it's really interesting. I think sometimes we're afraid to look at our goals or to think about our goals because we're afraid of actually reaching them. Because if you reach that goal, then what? Or what does it mean about you if you do become that person? Or I, I think there's this uncertainty, and sometimes it's hard to even put your finger on, but there's this uncertainty of like, if I accomplish that, then what do I do? And I think about this in ease, most easily with, and I think we've talked about this before, but like Olympic athletes, they win a gold medal and then the next day they don't know what to do. Like yeah. they literally don't know what to do when they get out of bed Yes, because you've reached that goal. Now what do you, I've, everything I've been working toward, I made it. Now what do I do? And so understanding that that is just a reality. That's how a lot of us feel and that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. The good news is, you can deal with that when you get there and you can set new goals and you'll have this feeling of success that you made it that you can then build onto your next goal that can be even bigger. Goals are supposed to have a time frame. They're supposed yeah. to end. And what you just described, whether your, your identity becomes tied to that goal and then you feel like, who am I now that I've accomplished this? I feel like some people fear if I achieve this, how will that change my relationships? That's another mm -hmm. one. Yep. As I, as I was listening, I totally agree. These are all reasons it's difficult for us to look back at goals or look back at our superhero creed and see if we achieved it or not. Something else that comes to my mind, it's difficult for some people to look back because they're telling themselves a story. And we talked about this in Crucial Conversations. You might look back and tell yourself the story that you're helpless. Hmm. Yeah. I... 2020 happened. Come on. We all, I was helpless. Of course I gained 20 pounds. We were in quarantine. Or you might be telling yourself that story that you were a victim, that something, this roadblock came up and there was nothing you could do. With, when we tell ourselves those stories, and that's natural to feel like a victim or feel helpless sometimes, I would just encourage us to put yourself as an actor in that scenario and get up on the balcony as if you're watching a play and say, what could I have done differently? You are never helpless. There might be things out of your control, but there's always things you can influence. And there are certain things in your control that can help you advance, at least in that direction. And I do feel like a lot of people in 2020 felt helpless. Yeah. Because circumstances were out of this world. <laughs> None of us could have expected what happened last year. And so, yeah, it could be hard. You could be looking back at your goals or your superhero creed and be like, man, I didn't do that at all. 
it's okay. Just accept it. Once again, we talk about reality. Yeah. Accept that we had headwinds. This is what happened. You totally failed at, let's <laughs> say you wanted to lose 20 pounds, but that didn't happen. It's okay. Where are you at today? Let's update our superhero creed and our goals to make those milestones towards becoming who we want to become. Yeah. And we've talked about treating yourself like a science experiment. It's kind of the same thing as you were saying on the balcony, looking down on the, you know, how it's played out. I think treating yourself like a science experiment of like, okay, how did I respond when this crazy obstacle came up, when something totally unexpected, when a whole year of unexpected happened? How did I respond? What can I learn for myself about that? And not beating yourself up about it, just knowing, yeah, 2020 happened. I didn't sleep well. That's that's the reality. So when something crazy like that happens, my sleep goes out the window. So what do I need to change? What do I what is my internal dialogue that I need to work on so that when the unexpected happens, my sleep habits don't go out the window and be prepared for that. Yes. You need to forgive yourself for the past. If you didn't succeed, okay. Where are we at today? Yeah. Can't change the past. Forgive yourself. Let's move forward. Beating yourself up will not change anything. Yep. So as we're wrapping this up, you can think about going back over the last couple of episodes that we talked about, um, setting goals. I mean, obviously that works in here of, you know, the smart goals and that kind of thing. Um, we talked about our relationship with food. We talked about getting in shape. We talked about taking hold of technology and we talked about tenacity or grit. And you can think through each one of those episodes or topics as you're making your superhero creed, because often those are the things that pop up as we're creating our goals for the year. Um, so if you're kind of wondering, okay, where do I start with this? Those are some good ways, some good places to start. Put that superhero creed somewhere where you will see it. Ash and I are different. I put mine on my <laughs> mirror and I know I will see it every day because I'm going to brush my teeth at my sink. <laughs> Which makes it sound like I don't brush my teeth. <laughs> For the record, I have excellent dental hygiene. Thank you very much. Not to brag. <laughs> These pearly whites over here. She's got teeth for TV. <laughs> Lies. I drink too much coffee for that. But I do brush them. Yay. <laughs> but yes, she's right. Put it where you will see it. I did not do a good job of that. And I need to work on that for 2021. Please share with us. We would love to see your superhero oh, creed. Yeah. Share with us on social media. Send us a DM or uh, post it and tag us. Living Box Free on Instagram and Facebook. We want to see those. We'll trickle in some more nuggets about ours as well. Mm -hmm. We will. As soon as I write mine down again. <laughs> Starting over. Again. again. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>